Welcome to the Terriers Talk Season 2, Episode 3. Uh, you'll notice today it's just me and Ben. Jack is on holiday um, and he's probably going to be happier on holiday than in here because it's been a very, very dismal week at Huddersfield Town. Um, since we last spoke to you, we, uh, we lost twice and there are already conversations about whether Danny Schofield was the right man. So... I guess let's just do it chronologically, Ben. Yeah. Um, and Birmingham, what happened? I mean, before Birmingham, there wasn't re- there, there there hasn't been any transfers that have been any really linked. We, I mean, there's been Alan Nixon saying that we're we're in for a centre back, but I'm guessing that's Jesse Deborah. Um, I don't know if anybody can confirm or deny that. Um, but I'm guessing it's Jesse Deborah who we've been after since the start of the window, which. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, a few years' time, probably a good signing. Right now, yeah. we don't... I mean, we need a centre-back, but we don't need Jesse Deborah in the in the politest way of saying it. It's it's a tough one to go off because you take him, but the fact that there's no real signs of anybody new coming into the club at the moment with the way that we're doing, obviously we'll get into this more as, as the episode goes on, but there's just no sign of... There's no sign of any... Um, influx in in how we're going to do and and yeah Birmingham was Birmingham was almost a carbon copy of the first half of Burnley's first half it was it was absolutely dire and I don't think that's disrespectful or I don't I don't don't want it to come across as this is negative but we just there was no reflection it's a true reflection of the team isn't it yeah it was it was just there's no good words to actually describe that first half. And I, I, I genuinely think that sitting here and saying this and watching the first half back, you could maybe pick out a good point. And, and that's it, because there was no inspiration in that first half. There was no sign of anything, I don't want to say meaningful, but there was no sign of any positive outcome from that first no, half. No, I agree, I agree. You can see, was it two goals in the first half? You can see the goal 10 minutes in and then you can see the goal on the 45th minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So fifth, fifth minute and forty fifth minute. You put um, in a bad position. Yeah, no, no, no. You really are. Apologies if you can hear it. I think it's a leaf blower in the background. Um, but yeah, I mean, as you said, we didn't start very well. That's been the tale of Huddersfield Town, albeit we have played three games, but it's still been the case. Um, Schofield said that we never, you know, we we failed to start well um, in any of the games he's managed. Um, for three games in a row now, Burnley, Birmingham, and Preston last night, yeah. we've had booze at half time. Uh, we've had games. we've had discontent in the stands. I know at Preston there was discontent in the stands last night. Um, there was at Birmingham. It was at Birmingham, yeah. I mean, I, I just and, and, I, struggle... I don't want to say rightly so because I'm I've never really booed. I've to say I've never really I've never booed a team off the pitch because I just don't really agree with it. Yeah, but. I can understand why people are now. I can against Burnley. You can kind of look at it and go right. Maybe not a boo, but just a bit of discontent. You can understand yeah. because we didn't look anything like a team that would be competing in the championship, let alone against one of the top ten contenders in the yeah. championship. But that shouldn't happen three times. That we shouldn't be making. Shouldn't, you shouldn't, shouldn't be, be making these mistakes three times. And and the thing is, 
even though we've lost all three games, we've yeah. shown for 10, 15 minutes in the second half of football yeah, games. 10, 15 minutes as well. It's, it's the exact oh, yeah. same. Yeah. It's the exact same. Yeah, I yeah. mean, Schofield's press conference after the game said there was a few truths told at half-time, which nobody really liked and fans wouldn't want to hear. No. But the thing is, I'm, I, I actually would like to hear what was said because there, there was a 10, 15-minute period after half-time where we looked really bright. And I mean, the second, the second half was an improvement. It wasn't major improvement but there was something there and there was some kind of idea that you can go right okay there's there's something there that can potentially be built off the yeah, issue yeah. Is, there is that's that's a 10-15 minute period after half time in which some quote-unquote not nice truths have been said the fact that that's only lasting 10-15 minutes into a second half why is that not why is it taking some on truths to go in 10-15 minutes we uh, of course i, of I course. don't understand it i, I really yeah. don't understand it and it's it's one of them things where you look at it and it's like, where are we actually? What what is the issue with first halves? And I mean, he said he said last night uh, in his press conference. Obviously, we'll get we'll get onto it last night in, in general. But in his press conference last night, he said something along the lines of, um, "Their body language, how they start the game, we're, we're working on it." And I'm sorry, but like, I'm I'm not a football psychologist, and I don't want to claim to be, but. Surely, players' body language isn't going to affect forty-five minutes of football. It should be. No, the of course not. Of course like, not. Say, for example, my body language is all positive. I'm not going to go and win a football game off positive body language. And like, obviously, you'll know more about it than me, and I don't want to claim that thing. But from an outside point of view, surely you'd want there to be something meaningful because if they're doing positive body language for the first half anyway, and we're still losing three first halves in a row by what seven nil. That's yeah embarrassingly poor it, like, is, it, it is, is it is it is i mean it, i think you summed it up perfectly there it is quite embarrassing um and our fall from such a such a fine grace of last season um yeah. i think that just epitomizes what is wrong with the football club at the moment and that really pains me to say because i'm sure people listening will have more, a more intense view or a less intense view, and that's and that's football. That's the nature of football. We all have opinions, and they differ. But I think every single town fan can agree that these players, and most of these players, and actually, we'll get onto the players that do care. Yeah. But most of them, the body language is is just atrocious. I mean, you look at Sober Thomas and Dwayne Holmes. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll that I mean, it puts us on a good topic to speak about the Bakuna run. Bakuna, right? I'll say it now. Bakuna would absolutely stroll into our team in his sleep right now. He looked excellent. He looked but absolutely that, brilliant. That, I mean, that video of of him literally waltzing past our defence and five players. Dwayne Holmes came on five minutes earlier, and he's yeah. and he looks like he's blown out of his backside. Yep. And he's walking. So the watch back too. Who's meant to be? Uh, who's meant to be able to be somebody that has played wing back, so has that intensity to run for ninety minutes and whatnot? Don't understand why there wasn't a foot put in or more of an effort put in, and he just walked back. Same with Holmes. Holmes just walked yeah. back. Um, Lee's came over, uh, was gone past. Wild uh, puts in a slide challenge, which Bakuna just evades easily. Yeah. Uh, Lee's recovers to the goal line. Nichols comes out a bit. Ruffles looks. It's just a mess. It's just a mess, man. It is just a mess. It sums up why we are why it sums up yeah. where we are oh, why yeah. we are there. Why there. Oh well. Because no, I completely it, agree. It was lackluster, it was timid, it was there was no structure to it. And I 
I feel that, like yeah, that is officers really negative, but there's there's very little to be positive apart from yeah, I agree. thirty minutes spells in start of the first and start of the second halves. Those two words you just said there, no structure. That is that I think that does sum us up. I don't see and people do say, oh, Carlos um started, you know, it didn't start too well. But with Carlos, you could you could see that there I mean, was Carlos, somewhat of a structure. We wanted to move the ball about. We wanted to press high. We wanted to be intense. Yeah. I genuinely, and this is not me being fickle or this is not me forcing an agenda against Schofield. I genuinely do not see at all where our, what our tactics are. And our tactic at Birmingham was give the ball to Tino Andrin or Jack Rodoni, yeah. who deserved to be spoken about because let's yeah. just say they were the two were brilliant bright stars in a very, very dismal performance ward looked all obviously everybody knows that i'm a i'm a bit of a, a fan of ward but he did well with the chance he got um it was a very well taken goal yeah um tino looked unbelievable he just he looked like he was going to come forward at everything and he, he looked like he was going to put a bit of fear into them and rodoni the thing is rodoni is rodoni looks really raw still yeah um, he got, got unbelievable he, potential nowhere near the finished article um, by any shot, like, but he still looked absolutely terrifying on the ball yeah, as a defender. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think you can kind of work out where he's going to be utilised. He's going to be coming off that left and he's going to cut inside a lot. Um, a bit like Josh Karama thinks he is. Um, but he looks dangerous, so did Tino. Yeah, and if there's going to be, I don't, I don't want to say if there's going to be any chance of us um, doing semi-decent this season, it will be as a result of them two because yeah, them two... Like an absolute like stars of the show, and that was replicated last night at Preston, where we were promised a reaction. Yeah, um, I think we should move on to Preston because Birmingham was just a, an outright disaster. Probably. I mean, yeah, yeah, we can do. Yeah, it was just dreadful. But Preston, we were promised a promised a reaction. Uh, we, I think, we always knew that there was going to be an integration of youth or maybe some players who probably deserved a chance yeah. but didn't get it. Well, the lineup was Nichols, Spencer's first team debut. So, yeah, very promising. Uh, Reg, who no, uh, Reg didn't start. It no. was Lees and Boyle. Lees and Boyle. Boyle got his and then, debut. Uh, and then Nakiyama left back. And then Etienne Kamara made his first team uh, f- first start. Or oh, he might start in the cup. I'm not sure. But he, I mean, he looked, he looked very raw. Uh, but that's always expected. And then I think Conor Mahoney made his first uh, start, who actually I want to see more of. He looks up for it. Jordan Rhodes um, leading the line. And then... I felt like I missed Conor And Dwayne Holmes. Who was the other midfielder? Uh, Russell, who was that bad. I didn't even realise played. Um, but yeah, we were promised a reaction. Preston put out quite a strong side. Um, and... They won it on on merit. They were the better team. They were first to the ball. They were sharper. They were quicker. They were stronger. They were more intense. I was there last night, and the overall atmosphere was one of complete disarray. Town fans were arguing amongst themselves. We had chance of Schofield time to go. Schofield, Schofield, time to go. And this was in the 60th minute. Um, Preston fans came in in good voice they had a lot to, to shout about and they were a very good side but 
what I expect from any Huddersfield Town team is 11 players that wear their heart on their sleeve and give 110% for the football team. I can only say Jordan Rhodes, uh, Conor Mahoney, um, Jack Rodoni, Tino Andrean when he came on, Dwayne Holmes, I can only say maybe a handful, five players which did that is, last night. It's, which is which is really worrying. The body language of the players was just atrocious from the start. Actually, I think Nakayama did fairly decent on his on his yeah. debut. Brody Spencer was still quite raw, but I don't. Th- I think he cares. Of course, he cares. He's, he's a youngster. He'll he'll fight for the shirt. Yeah. But it was just from start to finish. It was it, it was dismal, and I, I was I was stood with um our mate Deck Ben, and for two nil, about five seconds before I said two nil back post, then three nil, three nil back post. Both went in. It's so predictable, and that's it, what Huddersfield Town is. It's worrying. It is. I mean, you go four 0 down in the first half, and you go right. Okay, there's, there's there's something that needs to happen here. Now you've got the option of a, a young winger that hasn't played a minute for the first team in a, in a competitive game, yeah. who the fans are all dying to see. Um, and I, and I think I don't even think that's exaggerating. I think you could be a lot lot kinder with with dying to see him I, th- I think that that is the bare minimum of what town fans are currently expecting um that could potentially influence a game we're not going to come back from a four goal deficit or it's unlikely that we are but you can put him into that side and he'll um he'll potentially give it a go but instead you bring on Romani Edmonds Green and was it Ruffles I want to say and Jackson oh was it Jackson yeah, why is Danny Grant not getting minutes? I, I don't. I, I, phys, I physically don't understand the choice to not put him on the game because, because then that opens two questions. It opens the questions of one, is it just? I, I think somebody put uh, somebody somebody said something about it last yeah, night. Yeah. Is it is it one just incompetence from the board or is it two that he's not that good? Not good enough, everybody yeah. everybody can tell that he's got something about him from beating games. Seems to score or assist in. Pretty much every game he plays for the B team looks very good from highlights. Yeah, but I don't get how he can be written off before he's ever stepped foot on the football pitch as a first team player for Huddersfield Town. And I think, and I think we'll talk about this. We had two uh, interactions from players on social media last night. We had Tino Andrean on Instagram replying to a fan, and Danny Grant. We had, we had like in a tweet which went on. Someone said. Uh, at Danny Grant, pay yourself out of the contract, pal. Wow. Go play for a proper club that gives you time you deserve. And for you know, in he's all, like in that out of frustration. In all fairness, you can you might have misclicked whatnot. So I don't I don't want to put and say, yeah, Danny Grant has liked that tweet with delicious because he's he's unlike the tweet since. Yeah, yeah, that was it. Um but you can understand his frustration. I'm not saying yeah. I'm not saying that's the right thing to do as a professional footballer no. because that puts you into a lot of bother with the club and we're not going to speculate on that but yeah. I think it's important as as a platform for a fan base of Huddersfield Town to talk about yeah. these players being frustrated yeah. and these players not getting getting the opportunity so I mean, you look at you look at Grant what he's he's been at the club for two years this season years. He's had so much bother. Um, he's what 21, 22, 22, 22, yeah, 22 yeah. so he's come over 
uh, a year older than what I am now, uh, moving to a foreign country, you're gonna you've been probably promised that you'll you'll start or you'll you'll be implemented into the first team or integrated into the first team uh, on a decent process um, and whatnot. It's been two years. Yes, he's been unlucky with injuries. Um, I can't remember what muscles he's done in his legs, but he's, he's hamstring and all sorts. And he had COVID and he's had COVID. So it's not the easiest journey. Of course. But what what time is better to start Danny Grant than when you've got nothing to lose? Four 0 down. Just give players a go at that point. Don't bring on right. Don't don't bring on a right side of centre half. It don't it don't make any sense. And like, don't get me wrong. I love Romario Green as much as the next man does. It wasn't the right time for him to come on because at four 0 down in a cup competition where goal difference doesn't matter, don't bring on a defender and try and just hold him out. Nothing matters when you're four 0 down. Go, give the game a go. Just exactly. go, right, okay. This is where we are in the second half. We're four 0 down. We've not really got anything to play for. Goal difference doesn't count. Let's just go. Let's go out there. See what attacking players we've got. What young players can do. See if they're ready to be playing at a first team level, and that was a perfect time for Danny Grant to come on. Because think about it. if, say for example, he comes on, and he has an all right performance. You don't really wow, but he does enough to kind of go right. Okay, there's a player there. Then you can go right. League one loan, league two loans. What he needs, or potentially a lower championship level loan, and then implement him in. Instead, yep. we still don't have any idea as to where Danny Grant is against a championship opponent. Is he going to play against Stoke? Probably not, no, because we seem to... He probably won't make the bench. No, we, we, yeah. we seem to love Josh Caroma. We seem to love Dwayne We seem to uh, understandably love Rodoni and Tito. But you, he, he deserves a chance. Even Sorby, you can throw Sorby into that mix because Sorby's been yeah. ridiculously... Po- I mean, we spoke about in, um, interactions. Sorby's post on Instagram was woeful. It was absolutely shocking. In you case, buy... yeah, in case you haven't seen uh, Friday night Birmingham, he gets an assist by playing a pass that every midfielder should play. Yeah. Danny Ward finishes it. Yeah. Actually, Tino Andrian does the best work in the build-up, but Sober has to take to Instagram and say first assist of many after having an quite frankly awful game. And you compare that to the video of him literally moping back, not. Not even to defend, just walking, walking. towards... It's like, it's, it, it's like you're walking through school and you're having a conversation with your mate. That's what them two were like after after that. Yeah. And that's a, if, say, for example, that goes in, they're going to be the first two players to kick off a fuss about it. Of course it, they are. Of course they are. It's frustrating. It's so frustrating because, what, not even five months ago, that them two players would run back. Uh, and they, they and I'm not saying that's a problem under 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 Danny Schofield. I don't want it to come not, across. It's not. It's, it's, not. A, it's a problem with it's the players. Those it's players it's have got, and it's an issue with right. There's two players there that four months ago would be running back. Even at, even at two one down, they would be running back, trying to defend whatever whatnot. It's just two just could not be bothered and just Sober believes he's on hype. Sober believes in on hype, and I think that's that's why he's everyone's. Everyone's kind of finding out yeah. that he lost his luck and that really uh, he's not all that. And I, I truly believe he's not to all say that. that. After, yeah. you know, you've gone from his first season, he looks all right, potentially could do something, but at the moment doesn't look anything special. We'll probably load him out. So then having the, probably one of the biggest purple patches that the club has ever seen. 
was it 16 assists, 17 assists? 16 assists, yeah. So now he's gone back to a player that I don't want to say like Josh Carroll, but he's like Josh Carroll. He's had one good season and now just looks like he's he's not the same player. And he's it's three just, games yeah. in, and you can't really judge off three games. And I, and I will say that now. And say Saturday has an absolutely incredible performance. We'll we'll forget it and put it in the past. But this this Sarber Thomas just isn't yeah isn't fit to play for Huddersfield Town at the moment. Yeah, and I know we and I know we've spoken about body language quite a bit today, but it really is his body language is atrocious. And you compare that to someone like Tino Andrewin, who last night posted on, on Instagram and said, uh, I think it was something like, you need rain to make a rainbow. Yeah. Which is quite, you know, it's, it's quite a decent analogy. Yeah. He cares. He do, he really does care. And then someone someone commented, Tino, lad, we got shafted. Which, yeah, yeah black and white, we did. And he put, uh, I know, mate, but I tried to lift everyone's spirits and get through this together. Yeah. That that that's, kid, that's that a kid could have been at Evan. That's yes. a lot of been at Evan. He, he could have been playing in the Prem right now. Yeah, no, he could have playing for us. He cares, and I think we need more people like Tino. When he left, um, Tino Tino first season looked like it, not that he didn't care, but that he just didn't seem too interested. He Tino just now cares, yeah. and it's now a case of going right. When you look at our starting eleven versus Stoke, which we'll we'll get onto. Nichols, you can't really tell if he cares or not because he's a goalkeeper. It's not really too easy to tell body language or not. Turton looks like he cares. I'd say you can say the defence probably look like they cares. If it costed it, yeah. forward, we don't really have anybody that look like they would be interested. And that's... It's just... It's, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. I mean, I mean, considering you have to score goals, I'm, yeah. I'm going I'm to sound like Michael Owen here, you have to score goals to win a football game, but you yeah. do. And if and if and if the players that firing your goals in don't want to don't want to run don't want to press don't want to play for the you know play for the team or represent the shirt represent the club's values Terry spirit all that yeah not going to get anywhere. How many tweets did we put out in pre season with the hashtag Terry spirit? I could not tell you one time I've seen Terry spirit this season. No, not at all. No, not at all. I've seen more. I've seen more Terry spirit in the stands, mate. Honestly, it's it's porn. I, I think it's fair to speak about Schofield, and I, yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, it's, the Schofield situation is difficult to navigate, and I and I will say difficult, and I'll put emphasis on difficult. When do questions get asked? Because we said last episode, we said after ten games, I think it was half that. I think. I think. How much more has he got before we go right? When. What what do we need before we start evaluating this? See, for me, so I've got two things. One is I don't think this should all be on to Schofield. I think that quite clearly the players should take the blame. But in football, yeah. your players You're not going to come up to take the blame. The manager the new players, are you? No, no. The manager the manager's always gonna stick his neck out. And I think in this situation, I'll say this. We remember Jan Siever, he was wrong place, wrong time. I truly yeah. believe Schofield is wrong place, wrong time. Yeah. Um see we've got ten minutes left. So we'll yeah. uh, we'll we'll cover Schofield and we'll move on to the next two games. But anyway, yeah. um I think he's wrong place, wrong time. It's quite unfortunate. And I think if just walking around the ground yesterday, hearing conversations, people were saying, Oh, uh lose at Stoke and we ask questions. Uh, and I agree because I don't I don't see how much longer this can go on because 
when Carlos was doing badly, you could see, even even though the plans weren't coming to fruition how we wanted it, there was a plan there. Yeah. Fast attacking, good football with Schofield, I genuinely do not see where our game plan is. And I don't I don't know if you can offer anything else, Ben, but I just don't see where our game plan is. And we can't and and we've got what 43, 44 games left. Yeah. Something like that. How many more can you afford to waste? Because it is, it, that's all it is. But my my problem is, and it is a problem because I don't think he's the right man for the job. And people agree, some people won't, and I, I respect that. But what what the problem I have is Dean Hoyle said he was always gonna be the next man in charge. So yeah. Dean Hoyle is not gonna take the decision lightly to relieve him of his duties because he won't want to, because his his contingency plan, which he made abundantly clear was his contingency yeah. plan, will fail. And he doesn't want he doesn't want to fail. He wants to and of course I don't blame him. He wants to show the fan base that his contingency plan to a point scale third after Carlos left was going to be successful. And I genuinely think most people think it's not going to be successful. It's the fact that we've already questioned what system we're playing. It's a question of There's is no it system. Players? Is it the fans? Is it is it the fans even? Is it the players? Is it the, is it the staff? Is it whatever? Is it the fan? Is it the fuck? I need to stop saying it's the fans. Is it the players just don't know what they're meant to be doing in the new system, or is it the manager hasn't made it abundantly clear what he wants from players? And we can sit and debate this for hours. Oh, we could sit here for hours. Yeah, we know. We, look we, at, we could. You look at Schofield's four games in charge of Huddersfield Town, and it's either been what looks like a four-four-two on positional things through the game. It looks like a four-four-two. Maybe a four-two-three-one. Mm, yeah, it's, it, it, I I'll go. I go with four-two-three-one. I, I, I it, don't think. The issue is, is at Birmingham. I, d- I don't know if this was just me, and if um, and if it it looked different in other people's eyes, we'd be very interested to hear. But it looked to me like we played a three something something something. It looked like we had uh, Romanian's green, Hog Lee's on the left, and then we had Russell as a single holding midfielder. And then we had um, in front of him, we had Rodone and Tina. Uh, we had Turton and Russell, Ruffles as wing backs. And then we had Sauber playing uh, off of Danny Ward. Now, I don't know if that's just me making that up, but to me, it looks somewhat like a 3 5 2 with. Uh, Russell being very, very deep and, and Hogg playing as part of the back three. Mm-hmm. Lee's looked uncomfortable in that. Hog Hog looked like this season's Hog, which we've come to see as and I feel horrible saying it, but Hog just hasn't looked understanding this year. And I don't think it's I don't, really think, I don't think any of them have, to be honest. Except yeah, yeah. Andrean and Radoni, who we keep going back to. Because I think right now they are our only hope. The fact the fact that you can the fact that we can literally sit there though and go well, I think there was a three, or I think there was a four, and there's the size like, of four, two, but it could yeah. be a three, and it and it makes sure you think. Be, what are we, we shouldn't be arguing. We shouldn't be arguing our, our, our in about what Huddersfield Town play no. and how they set up. It should it should be 
very easy to tell what structure a team's playing because it's as 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 daft as it sounds, it should be very simple as looking at a team from a sideways angle and going, right, there's four people there, there's three people there, there's three people up front, that's a four three three, there's three there, there's five there, there's two there, three five two. It should be that simple and the fact that you can't tell what it is, I can don't get me wrong, I'm a I'm a major, major fan of fluid formation changes throughout the game and, and, and changing as it goes. Um but it just it didn't really make any sense. Like I was saying, like the the formation just kinda of, it don't really seem like there's there's much idea there of, of what we're actually playing off the pitch and on the pitch as well. I don't I don't know if players actually know what systems are meant to be playing, which is it's frustrating and it's worrying because it's frustrating in the fact of is it a case of the players just don't have a clue what they're meant to be playing? Are they just not tactically aware of what we're meant to be doing? Or is it a case of coach hasn't got it into them? And it's worrying for those exact same reasons too. And I mean, like like you said about the, the continuity thing, the big thing about this apartment was that the work of Carlos Corbran was going to be continued in the sense of we're going to play attacking football or quote-unquote attacking football. Um, and it's going to be free-flowing. It's going to be a lot of pressing. Not been any of that. Not, There's not been not. any of that. And, and surely, hypothetically, if it was a case of we're continuing what Carlos has done, it'd be a case of him going, right, this is what you've done last season for him. Do the exact same for me and we'll be fine. Like, obviously, neither of us are football managers, um, but surely it's the similar principle of just going, right, you'd know what to do. We'll we'll change it a little bit here and there, but you know what to do. Yeah. And it's not being done. And it that, that does make you go, Well, how long has he got left? Because if you look at those next three fixtures, we've got Stoke, we've got Norwich, and we've got Coventry. I don't know where we're getting points from. Because no. Stoke we are, Stoke year on year is a game where we normally don't play well. Home and away. Stoke are just a bogey team for us. Mm. Norwich away midweek. Uh, the last time. I don't know why I'm going to that. I tweet. I tweeted it. I tweeted after Birmingham. Uh, to think I was thinking of buying Norwich tickets yeah. before before the game. Not a chance. And then on, it was yesterday. My Norwich tickets arrived. Yeah. I mean, the last time we played Norwich away midweek. I mean, it was it was the last time we played Norwich midweek. Uh, it was a midweek game. Um, I failed my driving theory test, and we got battered seven nil. It wasn't a brilliant day. Um, right. I'm not expecting anything other than a battering on Tuesday, which is optimistic. I'll be honest with you, it's optimistic because if we, if we come away with anything less than a three or four nil, I'll be very surprised. Surprised. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Norwich. This, this, this is where we go and win three games on the bounce, but I just, I just don't see it happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree, and I think for me personally, Stoke. If we lose, the questions are going to be asked. And yeah, rightly so. Norwich, if we lose, I, I I think then we've got to think, right, that's five games. Will it be five games? Five games in all competitions. Yeah. And if we lose all those five games, I don't see us being pulled out of this mess by Schofield. And I know it's very, very early on. And it I know... It really does, but the, the fact that you're announcing a new manager in a post about Carlos leaving... Is it was disrespectful in the first place, but you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's a good point because everyone was so confused. It was like, yeah. is Stockfield our new manager? We had to ask for a clarification, yeah. 
people were saying, when, when's the new manager coming? And I was going, we have got a new manager. And I think five games, you know, five games in all competitions, if, if he does go after Norwich or six games, if he does go after Coventry, that's not that's not a lot. Look at look at Forest. The, the issue, yeah, I haven't won a game. Steve can, Cooper comes in and now they're in the Prem. You can 100% recover it, but the issue, the issue is, is, which is partially why I don't think Schofield will go. Um, who do you get in? Who 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 can realistically afford? Because we, it's we, not even that. Who wants to manage Huddersfield Town at the moment? Yeah. We've not got we've not got the budget to bring in players. The perfect time to bring in a new manager was that, as in externally, was when Carlos left because you've got a team who's third, third, third in the league. Yeah, you've got a team who's full of heart and desire. Yeah, and what and 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 they hurt. They hurt from the playoff final, and they and they and they want to they want to go a step further and go all the way this time. Well, that was what was said, and now you look at it, and it's a play, it's a team that doesn't look like they want to be in the league. No, I agree. I agree. I mean, Stoke Stoke is, I think the Stoke game Stoke is the biggest. Stoke is must win. And I know we, we spoke about, we speak about cup finals and every, every game is a cup final in football, but Stoke is the football, biggest. Schofield. Yeah, Schofield is huge. It's yeah, huge. It's huge the for the whole team. The thing is with Schofield now is Schofield's a very young coach and if, if this goes not well, for what a better way to put it, if this if this really doesn't work out, then he can say bye to any managerial career for a long time, because you know there was whenever um, whenever he got um, spoke about there was uh, there was always somebody say I, th- I can't remember who said it it was either Ho- Hoyle or Bromby who said that there was a, an offer for a, from a European club European side yeah in in the summer for him and he stayed. Um, which you know it it doesn't really make sense as to kind of now looking at him and going right well where why are we where we are now because if, yeah you won't, if, you won't if, get an opportunity people, like that for a long time now uh, as a result if, if 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 we sack him five games into the season it's like see what uh, the ideal is you can draw so many you can draw so many similarities to see what He's a the situation. The situation isn't as bad. The situation isn't as bad. Sorry for interrupting. The situation is not as bad. We're not, you know, we're not. We're not in turmoil. We're not just in a downward spiral. No, but I'd, I'd argue the team. Players. I don't know. The, the team now just. I was saying the team isn't that bad. You've lost a few players, but there's a few players that are. No, of course it's not that bad. No, it's not that bad. It's not the that team bad. coming down was. Was it better? Oh. I don't know. Mm, we had we had players who genuinely did not want to play. I yeah. mean, Benzema, Carby, all them, Grant, oh yeah, all those players that didn't just weren't, weren't interested. But it's it's and, and then you had a shining light from from Chelsea in that team. And you've got you can compare a lot of the squads because there's some players that just look so disinterested, and there's there's yeah. very clear similarities. And we we look at last year's team, and there was a team of players that wanted to play for Huddersfield Town. There's a team of players this season that maybe a few of them want to play for us for time, and that's yeah. concerning. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean Stoke. Um, Stoke's massive. Stoke is Stoke's huge, and I don't think you can go into Stoke with um, a 
a lot of hope and B, an idea of how we're going to play, how we're going to set up, because I don't think the players know that. Um, and I don't think it'd be fair for us to say, we're going to set up like this, or we're going to set up like that, and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. I think Stoke is just, you go out there, you give it 110%, and if it doesn't come off, then questions have got to be asked. And I think that's the same for Norwich. I'd like, I genuinely don't, I don't, this probably sounds lazy from a, from a podcast, or a, you know, a podcast point of view, but I genuinely don't have anything more to say about the Stoke and the Norwich game than you have I think, to. I think with Stoke, it's, it's a case of Stoke are a team that their fan base is unhappy with the way that the club is at the moment. Is it still a nil? Yeah, still a nil. Yeah, they've got I a like club him, I have had problems with O'Neill for a while as a fan base, not as an actual club, because yeah. their their management looks like they're fine with O'Neill. I mean, I mean, they always, I mean, Stoke always start well. I mean, they were flying last, yeah. you know, September of last season, and then they just, and then they just dropped, didn't they? They lost Tyrese Campbell, and then it kind of all went a bit downhill. Yeah. And and now you look at it as a sense of, right, where, where, and what do we actually do? now for this because mm. do you do you come out and you go all guns blazing and you go right this is what needs to happen or do you kind of look at it from a more resolute and go we're just going to play it we're just going to be absolutely horrible to play against and yeah i mean i mean i mean i don't think i mean i don't think you can tell with stoke because they've just come off a 2-0 win at blackpool but they've also the first game of the season they lost 2-0 at millwall yeah charlie Cresswell scored a brace and i don't i mean looking at the stats here they really offer nothing. Yeah, and it is uh, four shots, two on target compared to Millwall's thirteen. And then you look at them oh. last week against Blackpool, and they look brilliant. Or oh, there was, I think, the second goal it was. Um, twenty live, shots, live, twenty shots, but yeah, I, I live, I live with a Stoke fan, so I hear a fair bit of abuse, not abuse, but I hear a fair bit of discredit for for Michael O'Neill. Um, but apparently, the second goal was the return of sexy Stoke. Like right. they, they just, they, they, I don't understand it. Stoke, Stoke is such a marmite team in the sense that they they will play some games with oh, they are. football, oh, yeah. and then yeah. there'll be a few instances of the season where they'll come out with some absolutely beautiful stuff, and I think that's yeah, why yeah. they've got issues with Michael O'Neill because it's nowhere near enough, like consistent enough. Mm. But I don't, I don't know. Like like you said, I I don't know what to to say about Stoke other than the fact that you don't. We under Carlos, and I don't, I, I don't want this to sound like we are lovers of Carlos. Carlos is best manager ever, Huddersfield Town history, and whatnot. But under Carlos, you still had an idea of how we were going to set up or how we were going to play or this, that, or the other. Yeah, he's only been three games, but I, I don't have a clue how Schofield's going to set up either game. Mm. And that's yeah, it's frustrating. It's worrying. It is. It, it leads to so many questions because you can go yeah. right. What what are we gonna do today? Because I don't I don't know I, I don't yeah. know come Saturday and and the thing is is Saturday has potential to get very toxic very quickly because if Stoke oh, scoring, completely if Stoke yeah. score an early goal we'll have conceded within the first twenty minutes in all three all four is it three or four three championship games three. and then you've got the four including the cup it was what mm. seventeen minutes against Burnley. Five minutes against Birmingham, yeah, six, six, uh, six or something. It was six, it was within yeah, ten minutes. Against, yeah. yeah, I mean, I I mean, I saw people walking out in the thirtieth minute. I, I, saw, I saw a post, I saw a post on a uh, down the Mac where someone walked out in the I think it was thirty seventh minute, and yeah. 
made their 75 mile journey home and yeah. fair play to you sir fair, fair play to you I, I don't blame you I mean I've just been I've just been there was, there was someone that I know that came down from Darlington yesterday to come and watch the game right. and and the play thing is, is you, you, you put it out there for people like that that will spend their hard earned money on it to come and come and watch this club in a fixture that realistically means nothing in the long run it, it doesn't mean anything it's a it's it's a it's a trophy yeah we're likelihood is we're not going to win that trophy no but no. you'd still expect us to put out a performance and go right this is what Huddersfield Town are going to do and it's a, it's an expect it's a something to go right we can have another look at it and we can potentially see some of the younger lads and whatnot and this that the other um you get you get four goals conceded in the opening 45 yeah. minutes yeah awful Train to train train return from Darlington from Huddersfield, from my knowledge, is about forty to sixty quid, depending on when it is. Somebody spent forty to sixty quid, which is what say for example, you earn what minimum wage? About ten an hour, I think. I may be very wrong with that. We are not a financial yeah. podcast. But it's about ten an hour. So you're working five or six hours plus your ticket, you're working about seven hours. So you're working. Uh, you're working. You're doing a full nine yeah, five day yeah. shift to come and see yeah. a four one. It's a lot. It's, it's a lot. It's, it's a um, lot of money for a very yeah. poor performance. Yeah, I agree. And I've, I've just been looking at. Um, I mean, Stoke. Yeah, Stoke. I think I made it quite clear. Just, just go out and you, you've got to win. But I mean, Norwich. Um, I will be making the trip down with Jack. Uh, I don't, you're not going, are you, Ben? Um, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. <clears throat> uh, Tuesday night, seven forty-five. That will be an experience. I, I mean, I, I've just been looking at Norwich's opening two games. They lost one um, 0 to Cardiff, yep. which they they, Cardiff Cardiff looked very well in. Cardiff yep. looked very very good in. And then they drawn one all to Wigan, and Wigan just been promoted. So and obviously Norwich have been relegated. Those two they, when they, they clashed, they two two. Yeah, and then the. Yeah. They threw away a two-goal lead, I believe it was. I think they lost last night. Was it penalty on penalties? Oh no, they won on penalties. Oh. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's a very mixed bag. You you got a win, draw, and loss in all competitions. But let's not forget they're Norwich. Yeah. And I know, I know, people say it takes you know it takes time to adapt to the championship, and yeah. maybe these players aren't cut out for the championship because it is a completely different league. You, you yeah. rely on physicality, not. Technicality, if yeah. you know what I mean. That means um, that technicality does play a large part. Oh, of course it does, but it, I think it it it's it's don't, play, don't play anywhere near as much as. Oh, it, of course. Another league, yeah, yeah, it's it sits on the back step in the championship. Yeah, um, but I still fully believe with the players they have, and that alone on quality alone, I do think they're head and shoulders above us. Yeah, which. Which is expected, but it's expected, but it is it's tough because the thing is is last season we'd go right Fulham Fulham's an excellent, excellent. We way could of beat anyone it. last year. Fulham Fulham la- Fulham last season we got a two one. We we lost however many goals it was to one last season. And obviously we can we can we can go I do want to make a point of this towards the end after we speak about Norwich. But we you can you can look at that game and you can go right. There was improvement over the course of the season. They've just drawn two two to Liverpool and we beat them two one in February March, April. I don't I don't know when we beat them two one, but we beat them two one. They've just drawn two two to Liverpool. I could not see us yeah. doing anything similar to that on uh, on Tuesday against Norwich because 
being quite, 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 can't speak. Being frankly honest, we don't look like a side that will threaten sides that have much better quality than us. I mean, all yeah, respects, no, all respects to um, Birmingham, but they're not. Uh, they, they were they, when you think of the championship, they're not up there in terms of quality. There's a few players. They, they just want it more. They yeah. want it more. Same as Preston. It reminds Preston wanted more. Yeah, we just don't seem like we want it, and that's that's. Yeah. A complete turnaround in the space of four months that you can't put down to a manager. Um, no, no, you can't. But, 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 but the manager, will, the manager will get the blame. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think it's one of them things where um, you look at it from a perspective of last season. We'd scraped a draw against Derby. Um, we'd lost five one to Fulham, was it? And then we got our yeah. first win of the season. Uh, in the league against Preston, it was a very sloppy one nil, um, and then I can't remember what results were like after that. Sheffield United, Sheffield United, we went on a decent little run after that, and then we lost to Borough, and then there was the eighteen games, and then yeah, they Stoke Stoke has the potential to be that Preston game, where if we just grind out a result, if we just grind it out, and we get. It's so poor that I'm going. If we can get a point against Stoke, I'd be somewhat happy if there's signs of stuff. Um, people have said on Twitter, there's the second. The second half has been consistently better than the first half in these games. If we can do more than fifteen minutes of of interest in the second half, even even if we can do it, if we, if, if there's signs in the first half, it's positive. So if we can if we can get, I mean, out of six points, if we can get two. It'd be lovely. I don't think we will. I think we'll probably get one, um, if any. But if we can get a few points, it would be appreciated. So it's one of them where we go, realistically, it's not all doom and gloom yet for Schofield, given what happened last season. Um, But it's a case of if those results don't start coming soon, we're going to be in a bit of of bother. because, like, like we said, yeah, Carl said that period yeah. at the start improved. If Schofield doesn't do that soon, then you've got to you've got to ask questions of the manager. Because if there's no yeah. signs of a system consistently, as much as the players might not seem interested in it, you've got to say why are the why are the players not interested in it? Why are the players not playing that style of football? Why are they not doing this, that, or the other? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I, I mean, I, think, I, guess, I, think, on. I guess we'll have a. I guess we'll have a. A bigger idea, yeah. Um, after this week, when after this week, we'll, you know, we can talk about Saturday's game and Tuesday's game, and then preview Coventry. Yeah, I guess we'll have a better idea then. Which but we right now, probably be generally... doing Wednesday, and it should be out Thursday, Friday kind of time. Yeah, something like yeah before Coventry. Yeah, but the general idea, and I think we've probably um, exemplified the feelings. Or resonated the feelings of most Huddersfield Town fans right now, which is where are we going, what's our direction, and are we going to get out of this? Um, and right now, I think this is a good, this is a good kind of ending point. Right now, I can't see us getting out of this with Danny Schofield in charge. But which is which? Uh, it's horrible to say because it is. It is. It is. He seems like a, a very good coach, and and obviously we don't. I, I think the big thing about this podcast is obviously there's been a lot of I don't want to say negativity because it's been quite 
brutally honest. Uh, but it's been quite negative, and it's not really. We're, we're both normally quite optimistic people, but it's been quite a negative podcast because it reminds me of that Facebook meme. There's not, there's nothing to smile about in my life at the moment because Huddersfield just aren't playing well, and it's it's one of them ones where you don't want to point fingers, but the fingers have to be pointed if they're going to be pointed at anyone they have to be pointed at the squad and they have to be pointed at the manager yeah. and Danny Schofield unfortunately is the person that has to take the brunt of that and, and as a first team coach you know that um, but, but, yeah that's in the job description that's in football yeah. you can't come out and blame your players so you've got to take the criticism yourself unless you come out and you go right this player hasn't done well this player hasn't done well which will be on the fans mind and that will be on the fans mind until results improve but right now, you've got to look at it in a sense of um, you, there's got to be improvement. And I, I don't see where that improvement comes from, um, given the three games that we've played so far. Um, but like Jay said, I think this uh, it wraps it up perfectly, saying we've got two big games that, even if, even if results don't go our way, if there's signs of improvement and there's signs that this will be turned around, then the questions can kind of be held off. However, there's two more games where the identity isn't there, there's no Terry spirit, there's no sign of improvement, then that's when the questions have to be said and gone, right, yeah. this is becoming very worrying very quickly. Mm-hmm. And, you're very and we will see time next week. Give it a week. Give it a week, yeah. That's all we got to wait. Give it a week and yeah. we'll be back. To discuss, hopefully, six points out of six. But yeah. that, is a, that is an ideal world. And if we live in an ideal world, we shall see. Um, but that I think, as as we've said, probably a few times now, gives it a perfectly time to round it up. So um, thank you for listening to another episode uh, of the Terry's Talk. Obviously, it's been a bit been a bit different without having Jack here, um, but it's been a it's been a good one nonetheless. Um, yeah. So we shall uh, we shall be back probably next week on Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. Um, this should be going up Wednesday ideally. Um, as all is it Wednesday today? We'll be going up Thursday. We'll be going up Thursday. Um well, that quick. Yeah. I mean to be fair, kind of. Um we're waffling. We are waffling. So we shall uh, we shall see you later and uh, as always please please like and uh, and share the podcast around. Um, it does mean an awful lot. And um if you can leave reviews on both Spotify and Apple Podcasts and on YouTube, um however you listen or watch the podcast, it's always Greatly appreciated. Um, so we shall see you for episode four and uh, be covering what has happened at Huddersfield Town in that time period. Thank you, as always, for listening. Bye-bye.